This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. This is not your century. This is not your century, where we celebrate the news and the news media of centuries gone by. I'm King Kaufman. June 1st, 1964. Here come five more. That's the headline on page one of the San Francisco Chronicle. Five shaggy young guys stare out from a photo. Two in suits, three in blazers with shirts buttoned to the neck. First came the Beatles, the story says. Now come the Rolling Stones. Oh, when will it end? The Beatles had hit the U.S. charts five months earlier with I Want to Hold Your Hand. A month after that, they'd made their debut on The Ed Sullivan Show. Now the British invasion was in full swing. The Beatles were dominating the top of the charts, but by late May, they'd been joined by Dusty Springfield, the Dave Clark Five, and Peter and Gordon. Within a year, America would be introduced to the Kinks, the Animals, the Hollies, Manfred Mann, the Zombies, and more. The Rolling Stones' first U.S. album had been released a few days earlier, Their cover of Buddy Holly's Not Fade Away had been a minor hit in the spring, but it hadn't reached the top 40. They were three months away from Time Is On My Side, making it to the top 10, a year away from Satisfaction topping the charts and sending them on their way to being the second biggest band in the British invasion. Fortunately, it was only the music the Brits were sending over, not the violence of their youth culture. The battles between mods and rockers. It isn't the bikes, is it? It's the people. And the people who ride these things are states, third-class tickets. Who what? Well, rockers, all that greasy air and dirty clubber, it's diabolical. Rockers wore black leather jackets and pompadours, rode powerful motorcycles, and listened to 50s rock and roll. Mods wore stylish suits and rode motor scooters, and they listened to R&B, soul, ska, and the bands that made up the British invasion. You're hearing a portrayal of the fighting between these two cliques in the movie Quadrophenia, based on a 1973 concept album by The Who. The violence had broken out Easter weekend in 1964 in the southern seaside towns of Clacton and Hastings, and it continued throughout May, especially a two-day riot in Brighton. As these things do, it sparked a moral panic in British media and government about youth culture. In fact, the term moral panic was invented later by an academic to describe the reaction to the fights between the mods and rockers, which were, in reality, no more serious than other outbreaks of youth violence, like those between fans of rival football clubs. On page two of the Chronicle, almost back-to-back with that picture of the Rolling Stones, was a story about Parliament taking aim at the hooligans. Members of both the Conservative and Labour parties were shocked by the fighting and related vandalism and looting. Idleness and boredom were to blame, said Tory MP Sir John Eden. Others proposed drafting the toughs, forcing them to get jobs, bringing back corporal punishment, and opening up fresh air youth camps. Whatever the cause of the problem, it must not have been exclusively British. Another story describes more rioting between mods and rockers, this time in Zandford 
a seaside resort in the Netherlands not far from Amsterdam. There were six arrests and several injuries as dikers and pliners fought each other with broken bottles, blackjacks, and table legs. The dikers were akin to England's rockers. The Rolling Stones were safe from the violence in New York, booked at Carnegie Hall even. 21-year-old Bill Wyman and Charlie Watts, from left, and 19-year-old Mick Jagger, Brian Jones, and Keith Richard. He'd add an S on the end later. Well, they didn't look like the fighting types. But the Chronicle reported that one British critic said they're dirtier, wilder, freakier, and more disheveled than the Beatles. But their manager says they're not dirty, just independent. Only time will tell, the Chronicle says. Fifty-five years in the future, we know. Time was on the Rolling Stones' side. They had to postpone a tour earlier this year as Jagger, who's now 75, underwent heart surgery. But he's expected to make a full recovery, and the band says they'll reschedule. Not Your Century is part of the San Francisco Chronicle Podcast Network. Audrey Cooper is the editor-in-chief. Please subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. And if you like this show, we'd love it if you'd give it a rating and a review. For great journalism today, consider subscribing to the San Francisco Chronicle, which you can do in both paper and digital form by going to sfchronicle.com slash subscribe. Historical research by Libby Coleman. I'm King Kaufman. Talk to me on Twitter at King underscore Kaufman. We now return you to your century.